Welcome to the MedMan Podcast, a podcast focused on helping you level up your practice. I'm Jesse Arnoldson. And I'm Jay Holmes. Through interviews with some of the most successful leaders in the industry, we help uncover resources, tools, and ideas to help you level up. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's program. Hello, and welcome to the MedMan Podcast. We're so grateful to have you back, and we're also welcoming back McKenna Little of MedMan. Hey, McKenna, welcome back. Thanks, Jesse. Glad you're here. McKenna, a shared experience that we have is centered around a clinic that MedMan purchased several months ago, and I'm excited to jump into this. I want you to kind of, it really sheds light on what it means to turn a practice around, and I want to get into what you think were the most impactful things that you focused on to get it to where it is today. But let's start with where things were when we purchased the clinic in the first place. Like, Describe to me what it was like. Yeah. From a a high view, it was like walking into a clinic from many, many years ago. We, it was still the old school type of family practice. I mean, there was still paper charts. The rooms were decorated, cowboy themes. There was decorations all over the entire clinic. It was just a very small town feel. The, The provider that was there, she'd been in the community for a long time which brought in a lot of the the community politics that come from small town. And so we, we saw as an opportunity that this was a group, a population of people that, that needed great care and didn't have the best access to care um, being a more rural community. And so when we purchased the clinic, we, we wanted to transition it into something more modern, somewhere where someone could, come and feel like they were at home, but also receive just timely quality care. That was our goal. And a few months in, we decided to do a full EMR implementation. And the right after we did that, the provider that was here ended up leaving. And so we found ourselves with a, a full clinic with a full set of staff and no provider to see patients. <laughs> Ideal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so we kind of had to take a step back and think of what the next steps were and what, sure. what we were going to do. And as actually in hindsight, now it was a great opportunity to, for us to have a pivotal change in what that clinic was right. and the perception that it was in the, in the community and really just switch everything around and totally change the tone of the place. Sure. Now you went from paper charts. I know that there was an EMR system there somewhat, but so you went from converting all of that into one new EMR. You had a whole bunch of redecorating and, and remodeling and cleaning up. You had a whole backlog of patient care that you had to get through. I know that all it was a ton of work. You got through a ton of it. What would you attribute to being the most important thing you focused on, important work that you you put time into? What what made the biggest difference in turning around that clinic? The most important thing I think, Jesse, was really taking the time to go and effort to go through the process of hiring the right team and finding extremely smart people who are great at their job and just simply getting out of their way and letting them do what they know they're able to do and setting them up in a way that they can do that by removing different obstacles, giving them the right motivation, and then just myself setting a good example of what we're trying to accomplish. No, I absolutely agree. I mean, there's just so much work that goes into 
turning around a big ship like that. And you can't do it by yourself. You can try and drown in it, but you've really got to put good people around you. Tell me a little bit more about the story of, of putting good people together. What, what specifically did you end up doing? Yeah, so we actually have already had a, a clinic in place where we created a culture of people who were just extremely friendly and new patients by name, just truly provided a really great patient experience for anyone that walked in the door. Right. And my goal was to replicate that at this clinic, coming from patients who weren't used to getting that type of experience, weren't greeted when they walked in, didn't have the opportunity to be heard, didn't get followed up on, that sort of thing. And so I, when searching for staff to put in this clinic, those were the things that were at the top of my mind. I didn't really care as much their technical skills Mm -hmm. as I did their personality and the fit that they, or how they would fit on our team. Right. And I thought the technical skills, they can be taught as we go. But if Mm -hmm. we're able to just provide this great patient experience for people, it's going to be make a world of a difference going forward in the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. What did your leadership structure look like? What did it look like? And then what did you turn it into? Yeah, uh, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) There was a provider who was also the owner of the clinic. And Mm -hmm. then there was her uh, four staff members. And basically it was just, I can't even call it organized chaos. It was just straight up chaos all day, every day for things that didn't need to be chaotic. It was a pretty easy transition to add a little bit of structure and Mm -hmm. leadership to um, organize some of just the day-to-day operations of the clinic. And we did that by brought in myself just as a, a, and I was only a part-time administrator there at the time and just able to answer people's questions and help people troubleshoot and help them learn to solve their own problems rather than just wanting to, if something didn't work, pawn it off or let it be broken. That was a big, a big learning curve for us. And really, I think it, it helped the staff, staff grow into, into what they are now. Good. I think that kind of plays back to your point of hiring good people, getting out of their way, and then just making sure nothing else gets in their way, right? right? Removing mm-hmm. obstacles, I think is what you said. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about what the team looks like now and what is different in how you manage them versus when you started. What's your job like now? Now it's it's amazing. I <laughs> I get to I get to walk around and check in on people and see how things are going and they are they are now it's transitioned a lot from asking me how to fix things to now they are fixing things on their own and right. coming and asking me if there's anything more they can do. And, That's awesome. And, and finding an opportunity they have almost taken ownership of their of their role and of their clinic they feel so much pride in their patients and really just want to find any way that they can they can take care of these people in the in the best way possible so really my role now is just providing a lot of guidance and and helping coach them to think of things differently mm-hmm. and and maybe take different approaches to some ideas that they have but really just letting them have the autonomy to do their thing. Awesome. I love that. It's, you can get so much more done if you learn to effectively delegate and effectively teach your people to be good problem solvers, right? I love it. How are you feeling now? You know, just describe your own 
mental state between where you were at a few months ago as things were really at their kind of their fever pitch to kind of your job satisfaction right now or job fulfillment right now? Yeah, it's funny you asked this because I think you remember me a couple of months ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. Basic, yeah, um, kind of a stress ball. Like I said, it was it was just chaotic and nothing seemed like we couldn't catch a break. One, we'd lose a provider and then something would go right and then staffing would get switched around and we'd be back to square one and or something within our EMR wasn't going right and we weren't able to send orders or schedule patients or it, some, it was always just kind of something. And now I think that we're at a place where things are running smoothly. It's we're now in out of the day to day. How can we just get through these next eight hours of the clinic right. versus growing the business and seeking how can we get our name out there? How can we bring more patients in the door a lot of business development, which is, is really fun for me in this role. And yeah, what can, what can we do more of to, to make this a better place for people to come? Right. Good. If you were looking down the barrel of the gun at another one of these, you had to take it on, what would be maybe the top one or two things that you would do to mentally prepare yourself or, or to go through it in a way that didn't wasn't so mentally challenging. I think we have a ton of listeners who are looking at their own situation or maybe a new one or something and they, and they have some sort of turnaround project they've got to do. How do you prepare yourself mentally to take that on again? I think the biggest thing that has helped me is not to get so bogged down in the monotonous tasks that, that take up all hours of the day. Right. Is to wake up and think, what is the most important thing in moving this project forward that I can do today that in three months or six months is going to have the biggest impact? Yeah, you're, you're probably still going to have the printer that you got to fix or <laughs> the toilet's not working or something inside the clinic that is going to gear right. you away from this. But at the end of the day, you've at least achieved something that's pushed you closer towards your goal big or small. And then those little changes that you do each day, they might not seem like a lot at the time, but then when it comes down to it and you get to that point where you've succeeded and it's because you've mentally focused those those times throughout the day. Yeah. Focusing on the big rocks and not the pebbles. You're not going to move the river by picking out a pebble at a time, right? You the gotta... pebbles are always going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> McKenna, Thank you for being on and sharing, you know, your wisdom of crisis management and turnarounds. We appreciate that. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. Thanks for tuning in to the MedMan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's featured guest. For the show notes, transcripts, resources, and everything else MedMan does to help you level up, be sure to visit us at MedMan.com.